the end of the world? Yes, it is the end of the world. And it's also the beginning. The beginning of a brand new, solid, juggalo world for us all to enjoy. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Woo woo. woo, woo. Um, my name is Keezy. I'm Carver Law, y'all. And we are Deck One Delt. Absolutely. So today, um, so we've reviewed two albums so far. So far, so good. Going down without a hitch. Yeah, man. Just, you know, knocking them a couple more slices off the cheese. Slice a little bit more off the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of notches under the belt. Yep. Um, so today, we're, um, if you see behind me, um, we're going to be inter- uh, reviewing. Um, we're just going right in order. We're going from Carnival of Carnage. Figured, fuck it. We'll 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 do the sideshow EPs because they deserve just as much love as the Joker's cards. Some of them, especially. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, they're they're classics uh, amongst Juggalos, especially, and uh, myself included. Um, and this one right here, I mean, I I have a lot of love for this one. Me too, man. I, I just listened to it today and got like super waves of nostalgia. It was mm-hmm. great. Loved it. It is such a grimy, like, just, <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it, it's a grimy album, man. It's it's awesome, though. It is. I love it. Um, I think, I honestly think every single song on it is a banger. Like, there's no shitty ones. Oh, yeah. The, the beats were were amazing. So I'm going to bring that up in here in, here in a minute, and we're going to discuss it. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple things first, um, news-wise. Um, I don't think we're necessarily going to, um, this isn't going to be, anyone's source of juggalo news that i would think not yet at least but um you know we're focusing on the reviews but i had a couple of current things i needed to talk about um especially since i've been very engrossed in the juggalo world since we've been been doing the show especially over the last few weeks which is good yeah I, I'm, I'm really digging it um, i mean it helps to get a perspective of where they're at now you know from where they where we're at with the reviews yeah all the way up to where they're at right now. Absolutely. Um, so today, uh, the they came out with a Yahoo interview. Or it came out last night, rather. Um, and you sent it to me this morning. Um, we posted it up for you guys. Um, it's like, uh, I don't know how long the actual interview was, but they only posted three clips, unfortunately. Um, I wish they would have posted like a long-form interview, honestly. Yeah, they it seemed like they cut it up, or at least they cut it off at the end. And it's strange, like, the stuff they did include. They they left the shit in about, I mean, Jay literally says they're going to be, it's like he's busting a nut by having this 20th gathering. <laughs> and then, yeah. and like, the girl's literally like going like this, like, like, while, like laughing while she's <laughs> while yeah. saying that. And then, uh. Uh, I'm sure they were like, oh, they're they're ICP. We got to put the crazy stuff right. in. But it's weird because they were bleeping out like F words and shit, you know? Yeah. It was, stra- it was strange. Yeah. Uh, but the interview is pretty cool. Uh, uh, that was That's besides the point, though, because right after that, I watched. It was recommended, and I saw it. And I actually seen Fago Lovers post about it like a week ago. Um, but I never did watch it because it was an hour and a half long. But. Um, oh shit! What was the, No Jumper is the name of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of this show. I'm, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's popular. It seems that way. I, I've never heard of it either. I watched the interview. Uh, I think last week or something. Actually, when it first came out. So whenever it first came out. I feel. I think it came out about a week ago. Yeah, um, that's th- when I saw it because I just see the the you know um, it pop up and I'm like, okay, let me look. Um, immediately while watching it like right off the fucking bat like i'm kind of annoyed honestly <laughs> why because um 
the guy, I, what's his name? Adam. Um, and, yeah, I think and, it was Adam. And by no means, you know, I'm try. I want to stay positive. I'm not tr- going to sit here and shit on the guy. I'm really not. He uh, he did a great interview. I I watched the entire thing today, and I, it was great. I know. thought he asked some pretty good questions. I did too. I a lot of the stuff he said was good, but right off the bat, I had an issue with him wearing the ringmaster shirt and having face paint on. <laughs> Why? It, it just annoyed me. <laughs> like, it just it's patronizing to me. Like motherfuckers doing that shit. Like he he did it like almost to almost seem like he's always been a juggalo. You know what I mean? Like he's just been so down. He has like this ringmaster shirt that looks like it's from the nineties yeah. and shit. And you know, I used to own that fucking shirt by the way, but his, I mean, he has, and his face paint looked fucking atrocious. It was really like, yeah, it looked, it looked like it was sweating <laughs> off. Yeah. Like I imagine like Jay Shag's walking in like to this interview and, and they, they're like, <sighs> unless, unless they already like knew who the guy was and shit. But, um, he, he immediately said like he's, he's been into ICP for, since like 97 or 98. I was like, okay. Well. Oh, you, you could tell like. With some of the things they were talking about, like he had no clue what was no going. fucking clue. Yeah, like he knew some of the older stuff, but like from that point on, he probably hadn't listened to him. And then he got the chance to interview yeah. him, and he was like, "Oh shit! Uh, uh, oh yeah, I got that shirt. Let me put some paint on." <laughs> right, and I think, <clears throat> and I, I get why he did it and stuff, but I think that just comes off as like overcompensating. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why it immediately kind of bothered me. Like, if it, I would have really respected the dude a lot more if he had just been sitting here like we are like talking to him you know yeah yeah i, I it, just, it was just unnecessary so um but that said um i did like i here's a couple things i made some notes while i was watching it because i was like i gotta bring some of this shit up and i know i'll forget yeah i was gonna say that aside though like i, I thought look these are all my notes on this fucking wow <laughs> interview. <laughs> I, I thought coming from a perspective of uh just like uh, like normal people like a normal like almost hip-hop crowd or, yeah or just you know music in in, in general he, he kind of came at him in a way that most interviewers don't. Right, and I loved that. Yeah, um, that, I thought that was pretty good. He he did get them talking about, like, there's a couple times where I just thought to myself, I was like, God damn it, why ain't I fucking interviewing I ICP? know, it'd be... But, but then he would ask, like, the thing I was thinking. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I got that same feeling, too. I was like, man, here we go, another interview where they yeah. ask the same shit over and over. <laughs> and I was like, no, this guy actually, like, went around and then got him telling some stories yes. and, and, and hitting on shit they never do and you know this this interview this is one of the only interviews i've ever seen you know as a 20-year icp fan this is one of the only interviews i've ever seen shaggy sit down long form you know like unfiltered like this is just obviously sat out for the yahoo interview and whatever other interviews but you like he he got just as much talking time as violent J, which is fucking rare yeah, you know what I mean. Very rare. Um, but and that's my that was my favorite part of the interview, like all the Shaggy's like little tales and stuff. I really, really loved that Shaggy was talking about like his family and like he loved being married and shit. That made I me know. that was so cool to me. Well, Shaggy does go into that stuff over in other interviews. Okay, like Jay's the one that wows out now, you know, because yeah. even Shaggy will mention it like this motherfucker wows <laughs> out. I'm happily married. I don't know about this one. Like you can and I've heard. I've heard that kind of banter between the two in, in other interviews okay. over the past few years. I haven't checked all of those out, so I, I definitely will, will be seeking those out because that was my favorite. Like, just seeing, like, I mean, I, I've always held ISP up on this pedestal, you know, 
especially as a younger man, you know, as I've become an adult, I, I've said it before, I kind of look at it more as like, oh, okay, you're like me, you know, more rather than you're God, um, <laughs> which it was at one point. But the point is like seeing like it humanizes them way more, like makes them like makes me want to be their friends rather than just like, yeah. you know, slob on their knobs under a table. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Especially Shaggy, man. He just seems fucking cool. Yeah. No. He just seems like you could kick it with them and bullshit about whatever and like get into something dumb. And, like <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. Um, did, uh, did you watch this interview or did this interview? Was that the thing that made you say you think Jay's a sex addict? Because uh, he did say, like, especially toward the end, he was getting, like, ridiculous with, like, um, talking about uh, how everything he does is, like, <laughs> trying to get up some pussy and shit. Well, yeah, dude. Every every interview, Jay says something about, he has either a sex metaphor or he's talking about. Oh, yeah, busting the nut. Yeah. At the gathering. Like, I, yeah, yeah. So, again, like, I mean, I guess we're all sex addicts in a way, mm, but, yeah. like, it, it really does. Like, Jay, man, he, you can tell he <laughs> thinks about it so fucking much. It's like. That is his number one thing. That, yeah. that is his number one. That that is his Shangri La. Yeah, is that Almighty Nedding? Yeah. Um, or excuse me, netting. Netting. <laughs> if you watch is, the fucking is, No Jumper interview, is that what the guy said? He netting. literally called it netting. <laughs> and like, which by the way, like at one point they mentioned like, like netting, like in a sentence or something. He's like, yeah, like you know, you guys always had your own slang, like blah blah. blah. And they, that, which I really like that question. They start talking about um all how they use the slang to get around Disney and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that was cool because I don't think they've ever gone that deep as yeah. far as like why the slang they they had and this. And a lot of that slang didn't really pop up until Malenko. Like, you yeah. really started hearing some more crazy like slang. Like, weird yeah. words. Um, so that was that was kind of funny, especially considering, like, to an outsider, which this guy, I mean, I, let's be honest, I'm going to say he is. Uh, he sh at least should have known of the fucking netting game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of annoyed me. <laughs> um, well, he, he uh, from what I looked, I went through the... Uh, the list of uh, like a lot of the interviews on his on his channel mm -hmm. and like a lot of it's like just, just hip-hop yeah normal hip-hop like nowadays type of shit okay. trap music so and, like, i would have given him a break on that had he not worn the fucking ringmaster shirt and paint honestly yeah i yeah. and I, i'm i'm not i didn't watch it the whole time thinking this and like thinking he was a juffalo and shit but there was a couple moments like hold on i got i had a couple moments where <laughs> the dude did a good job of interviewing him them as far as yeah, like asking can, good you, questions and you shit. can tell he's a good interview and he's like he's comfortable and he doesn't yeah. but there's a few moments where like he really should have just shut the fuck up and let them talk yeah like he kind of started talking over them and telling them an anecdote like bro nobody wants to hear what you're saying yeah like let i let <laughs> let them talk you know I, I i don't remember like keep things but you obviously got notes so go ahead and say them because i'll probably it'll probably ring a bell like oh yeah um, i remember when he said that shit the other thing i really 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 liked about this interview was it covered their entire career. Like, I mean, it's a, the, if anyone doesn't know who, like anything about ICP, you could watch, you could watch the no jumper interview and really have a pretty good taste of their entire career. Like they cover it all. Like literally talking about making music in their garage. Um, then they talk about, yeah, they talk about their wrestling career when they were young. Um, they talked about, uh, fucking everything they go through like every era literally it's crazy mm -hmm. yeah, um, it's, it's a good interview. um so for that i i mean i love i'm a junkie for that shit like just hearing them talk about them i want to hear that i would i want to hear an icp podcast but they just talk you know <laughs> like all day shaggy needs to come out with his book i heard he was supposed to be doing a book i would love that um so 
it was like you said he was a good interviewer there's a couple things that annoyed me like he said when they were talking about the wrestling career like he chimed in and said like um and he did this a few times and i think i could even tell like in jay's face um he said like oh well that's why you didn't make it as wrestlers then like well they're like well motherfucker we did make it as wrestlers you know like yeah it, it, I, and i don't think he meant it but it was just kind of the way he said it like it, you know you could tell like jay was like you know pump the brakes on that shit bro like yeah, yeah you know yeah. we are we were wrestlers we are wrestlers you know yep. um there's a couple of moments like that um he didn't know they were on wcw um kept mixing up malenko and jekyll brothers lyrics <laughs> <laughs> did he yeah oh, he, he, he said a lyric and like it was a lyric from fuck the world and they were even like i mean you put them in an awkward position well they're like well, yeah that was actually from the next album a lot, though a lo yeah a lot of times they let stuff slide yes. but I, I remember he did was it even shaggy wasn't it shaggy that yeah. said that mm -hmm. and you know that's okay i don't for what it's worth i don't expect anyone who talks icp to be a, a fucking scholar you know not that i am but i i know quite a bit this is probably the one subject i know more than anything about and again wouldn't have been as bad without the well they thing. realize they have to they can't just let juggalos interview him interview yeah. them they have to I reach know. out and let other people but yeah like you said the dude wearing the paint and stuff <laughs> I, 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 I mean I'm sure Jay and Shaggy are so used to shit they just let that shit slide yeah. they probably didn't even they probably just it, it was probably like they were just like oh oh well and then they got right into the groove of it and yeah. like they didn't really think about it too much but I, I, I would it. be interested to know if how deep they actually thought about that. Like, this guy really got fucking pain on? Yeah. What the fuck? I'd like, be curious about that, too. I mean, it was obvious that they were, like, completely on board. Like, they were just along for the ride, and they weren't going to be, like, combative. You know, they were they were in the You know, groove, 15 you know? years ago, <laughs> they probably would have. Yeah. I mean, now they, like, like I loved that they kept saying this. They're like, you know, we realize we're old school, you know? Like, yep. we, it just, it came and it happened and we love it, you know? And I thought that was so dope hearing yeah, them talk about that shit. Yeah, where they, where they, uh, they're saying they, they embrace being old school when they used to, uh, they embrace being old, old school when they used to, uh, I guess, try to deny it or, yeah. or, or, well, they never accept, thought it, not accept it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, though, one of the, one of my favorite things about that interview and it, it actually stuck with me and like, this is something I'm going to probably remember for a long time. Like Jay was like, you know, when he was talking about, um, why they decided to be, um, rappers, I loved this. He said, why do your friends want to be around you? He's like, you know, ask yourself that. Why do your friends want to be around you? That's what's like cool about you. Do that in your music. And, yeah, and people will come. I remember that. Yeah. I, like, I, I've never like that's so simple, but like it's such a. I mean, I think that's such, such like a deep thought that. I mean, but that's the recipe for all good rap. I agree, and I've never thought about it like that simple terms, though. You know what I mean? And and then people go on, you know, people say, "Oh, it's ICP. They're they're fake. Come right. on!" But yeah, their stuff is cartoony, but it really is them. Yeah, I agree. That's how they feel. That's how they imagine. That's how they played. That that is what they conjured in their brain as themselves yeah yeah i i i loved that he said that and I, everybody i don't care who you who you are when you're rapping you uh, it is good to be yourself and to put that in your music and that's what people are going to like but you still spice it up a little bit oh yeah of course. everybody does of course they just took that and went boom and like just you know to the i guess to the highest extent they could but i think a lot of what he was saying too and to your point is it's not even just like, I mean, because they started talking about that while they were talking about like the slang and the netting and thing and shit like that. Um, 
I think it's just, you know, it was just the it was just na- so natural, and they just fucking you know did it. Um, I had uh, let's see, he oh another faux pas thing he made interview wise. He started talking about like, yeah, I mean like, <laughs> you know, you got all these kids that are just like pieces of shit live the trailer park and blah blah. And, you know they that's that's your fans or whatever the fuck he said. I was like, <laughs> and like <laughs> I forgot about they were, like Jay was even <laughs> like one of them was like. Well, I mean, like, I hate when people, like, they started going into, like, yeah. you know, our, our fans aren't all pieces of shit. Like, they're, you know, they, doctors, yeah, lawyers. Exactly. Whatever. They always go into that. Yeah, doctors, lawyers. And I liked on the Yahoo interview, uh, Shaggy's like, judges. And Jay's like, I've never met a juggalo judge. Yeah, he, he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one back. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then at the very end, he, he, Jay was like, senators. And she was like, really, senators? Yeah. And he was like, oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> I love that shit too. <laughs> um, yeah, he like called out Shaggy, but then he just <laughs> and then he's senators. saying senators, oh presidents, and then, whatever. And then she called him out. <laughs> yeah, they're that, no, they're funny, funny man. Um, they, they've been around each other too damn long. Um, there was another thing he was talking about in that same uh, thing. He was talking about. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and Jay said he also said that he wants to see Juggalos reach their dreams and shit. That was pretty cool. Um, so they're being super positive. They talked a lot about how their music is positive, which I liked. Um, he's, I made a comment that said he says something Jay obviously doesn't like, and then they try to work with it and kind of try to spin it positively. So that, that goes to your point about um, uh, them be just being respectful and cool. You know, um, I, One of my favorite parts, too, of that interview was when uh, Shaggy calls Jay the master of magnets or something. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> They're talking about the magnets thing, and like he's like, uh, Jay's like, I don't know how the fuck do magnets work? But they start talking about it. He's like, oh, you're the fucking master of magnets. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, the dude brings up Tila Tequila, which was annoying. Like, I mean, come the fuck on, man. Yeah, that, that's. Um, and then he, he makes a comment about Busta Rhymes being more from your era, which I thought was weird. Like he, I don't he, remember that one. He said like they were they were talking about Buster Ryan's being at the gathering. He's like, oh yeah, I can see Juggalos liking him more. Like he's more like your era. Like I was like, what? What does that even mean? Like your like era? Nineties? I guess. Like it's all ICP's era. Yeah. This is ICP's era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. He's looking at them like they're old school. Yeah. Um. A couple more. Last couple notes, and we'll get into Beverly Kills, uh, unless Derek has more to say. But um. They were talking about Post Malone. I thought that was cool that like Jay was like loving like that kind of shit. It was kind of I, I like seeing you know them give props where like you don't really expect it. Um, he but I liked uh, Shaggy was talking about. He's like, yeah, I took my daughter to go see uh, Justin Bieber. Post Malone opened up for him, and yeah, like green braids and shit. And I'm like, who's this fucking homo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And his daughter was like, that's Post Malone. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. like Shaggy said a couple things like. Uh, he he started talking, but he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have like the night with Tila Tequila." He's like, "We're gonna have a night with like Lil Kim and like Tila Tequila, like all these fucking broads." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, it was like the bitches' night." Like you kept saying shit like that. I love it. Shaggy has no. Fa- <laughs> he he has trouble pulling that back. He forgets uh, he's in uh, the the uh, Me Too era yeah. and, and SJW and. But I still like that. I like Me the too, fact man. that he doesn't give a fuck. I love it. Um, and people seem to like not care. When yeah. it's ICP, I don't certainly. They they don't care. Like even you would you would think like even when the women are interviewing him, like they say stuff like that. And they're just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then but then somebody else in that same seat, they'd be fucking you know obviously ridiculed for saying something like that. Yeah, because what's the headline gonna say? Member of insane clown posse says bras. Like, says or yeah says uh, and? fag or right. something. Yeah. And I know they literally say fag on the first song on yeah. uh, Beverly Kills by the way, which is funny. 
kind of th- I, I caught I would have never thought about it if we weren't in a me too time but it's kind of weird like the we're the other little rich little fag I'm yeah. like whoa Dude, that that word was used so much in the '90s. I mean, we yeah. grew up using. That oh yeah, word. I, I mean, use it all I'm, the time. I'm not fronting. We grew up, I, and I do. I do. St- I've stopped. Yeah, I, 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 it's. I've stopped saying that word for a few years now. Yeah, I, I probably haven't said that word in in five years. Yeah, but it was it, it was just part of the '90s, man. That was slang. That was what people said for like just like calling you a bitch or you yeah, know, you're whatever. A, you're you know what I mean. You're a piece of shit. You're this. You suck. You fucking you're fag. That. Yeah, people just said that. I and call my brother fag all the time. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm literally saying fag over and over on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you don't call you don't call gay people fags. You call your friend fags right. for acting gay or something. <laughs> I, I forget what the line is for that, but like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You call people fags when they're being faggots, <laughs> not when they're actually gay. You know, that's rude. Yeah. So I mean, but if, if they're being a faggot, call them a faggot. You know. Um, all right. That was all I had. I, the, the last thing. I, oh, the last note I had was um, the his little anecdote at the end where he's talking about his mom seeing him. Uh, this is talking about the interview, by the way. His mom seeing him while he was like wearing face paint and beating up some kid on Halloween. Um, I feel like that anecdote did nothing more than two things, which is one, try to make him like look cool for beating someone up on Halloween, like to ICP. Like I don't know what that would, why they would care, but two, like try to make him sound like he was down for such a long time that he was wearing. ICP paint beating someone up. And I think they even commented like yeah. about like But but you know what that made me think is like, oh my mom saw me wearing ICP paint beating somebody up. Now she thinks ICP is like so evil and brainwashed yeah. me. I'm like Yeah, like why did he even bring that shit up? Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of out, off the wall. Well. Why I mean, why would you be beating someone's ass wearing ICP paint? Like when they're sitting there trying to say they you know, they they have positive things in their music. Obviously yeah. you didn't get it. Right. Yeah, so those kind of things annoy me. I mean, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been bothered again if it if it just seemed like a outsider kind of interview. You know, if he would have kept it like real like that. But I was very bothered by the the fakeness of uh, that that aspect of it. But that said, um, anyone who gives ICP puts ICP on their platform and gives them an hour and a half to fucking you know tell old stories and yeah, shoot the shit. I, I'm all for it. And I'm very very happy that they did it. Yeah, it was a long interview. I loved it, and I. I you know, as much as he did do some goofy shit, I thought he did bring up some good questions. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it, but the whole time, it just, I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be like a dream come true if, like, this podcast popped off and ICB wanted to come on it one day. You know what I mean? But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, living, I'm living with the reality, especially with the random shit I've talked, you know, on some of, the, some of their decisions over the years. Um, yeah, I'm scared of that. But uh, don't get me wrong. If I did it, like, all it did was make me think, like, What's some shit I would I want to ask him? You know, I want to know more about like their personal life and shit. Personally. Yeah, I'd like be, their I, thoughts in their head. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I already know about the career shit. I want to talk about the deep shit. You know. Yeah, I want to know like, hey man, like what 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 kind of movies do you like? Yeah. What kind of cartoons <laughs> did you grow up on? Like, yeah. You know, did you what kind of what kind of drugs have you really dabbled in? Like, so, like have you done any psychedelics? Yeah. And, you know, I, I know they haven't for the most part. And that that was another thing about that interview too, where the dude brought it up several times. Like, you guys had to be like addicted. To something i mean yeah like God, dude, and that's not serious? my question that's not my question yeah. like are, are you addicted to drugs my question is did you ever do any type of drug that maybe like like expanded your yeah. mind to think about some something certain you know yeah that would be a, a interesting to mine's find an out. expansion thing not a oh we're fucked up and on right. pcp and we're crazy right so that, that that kind of question line of questioning during his interview um you know kind of threw me off guard too so uh, like i said is it wasn't anything against him personally if he was here right now i'd say all this to his face i'm not like talking shit to him i just you know as a 
actual juggalo it just that kind of shit rubbed me the wrong way it was kind of a bad first impression because i never seen the guy at all and now i know he's kind of like a phony you know yeah i mean he seemed like a cool guy but um, I, I, I keep watched, it real you know yeah i went through he was uh he's got a he he uh interviews like porn stars oh for real yeah. that same guy yeah oh and uh yeah the channel is just it's not my thing. Yeah. I started. I go. I started going through because I was slightly interested. And I was like, uh, I mean, it looks like he has a lot of fucking viewers and shit. Yeah. That that ICB interview has like three hundred thousand views. And yeah. What What was cool, which I did like. I I make. I don't make it a habit to read YouTube comments. I know it's like cancer, um. But I, I did kind of skim through like the comments on that video just out of morbid curiosity, and I was shocked at the amount of people who were saying like. You know, good job. You know, I really liked what you what you did. Wow, like you know, I'm not an ICB fan, but you know, keep doing you. I, I saw all that kind of shit. You know, which I, I legitimately didn't see any hate. Like of the 50 or so comments I scrolled through, which I, I mean, that's uh, incredible to me. Again, man, I th I think there I one reason I think they let that guy slide with so many things is because the very first thing he said is they're hip hop legends. Yeah. And if you say that to ICP, <laughs> they love they love you because they want to be hip hop. They they really do consider themselves hip hop. Yeah. And I, I loved that they, they cemented that today yeah. too. Cause it has always been I mean, as a longtime juggalo, it's always been kind of thing like, I mean, would you call ICP I mean, obviously it's rap, but where would you put them if you owned a record store, you know? I personally yeah. would all would have always put them in rap, but I yeah. could see why they you know, equate them with rock or whatever, but you know, it is what it is. I don't know. That's all I have to say about the no jumper. You know, oh, yeah, props man. to him. Um, but um, if I had my shot, um, I think people would like um, like it more. Oh yeah, I, I want to see a Keezy interview with ICP. I think that would be where it's at someday, maybe. All right, man. Um, let's dive into uh, Beverly Kills. Yeah, it's, I actually have not listened to this album in a while, so I didn't like pre-game it and listen to it at all but okay i know i mean this i mean this album is cemented in my brain yeah it's so good um the first track is beverly kills 50187 title track this song this uh album only has what six songs um and all of them are fucking great there's a couple things there's a couple things they do on this album that um i love well besides everything there's the cover right there oh the cover is iconic you know it's so grimy like i mean it looks like one of those uh, album covers that people like don't really uh i don't know like it's not like professional you know <laughs> but it's so tight it fits the album perfect i think now is this you had the original comics right that this art was based off of i had the one yeah i is this a cover of one of the comics not that I know of, no. I, I'll be honest, I only know of them having one comic. They just had one. Oh. As far as I know. Now, in the documentary, didn't uh, Vinny the ICP kid, um, didn't he have multiple comics when he was holding them up? He may have. I don't recall, honestly. It's been a while since I've watched that, but I only had the one. It was like a reproduction, but they sold it at one of the gatherings. But I've never seen a cover of a comic that has that on it. Okay. Um, but I could be mistaken. I don't know. But, th but this is basically the art, like that was that was on that wicked clowns comic yes yeah like shaggy the, did that the wicked clowns so shaggy did the wicked clowns yeah and this yes okay i that do know that that makes sense um but yeah this first track on beverly kills um first of all it's a minute and a half in right now and it starts like there's no intro on this album it starts with a with the first track which the beat to that is is let's go uh, back to it <sighs> Yeah, we can play a couple of seconds. So it's got that, the whistle or the, uh, 
this the the really weird synthy thing yes. that you hear right there. It sounds like very carny. It almost sounds like a seventies synth. Yeah. But you know I'm too quick. I thought uh I thought this was one of the mo almost more like uh, just just dark sound, just dark lyrics. Like Jay was almost he was almost scary in this album. Yeah. I noticed that too, listening to it today. I, I mean, again, I was like, you know, he's like, oh, you tell he's like gritting his teeth. Like yeah, some like of it, he, you know? he seemed like, like, so when I think of the whole rich boy, they don't like the rich boys. Yeah. This album really is that. Yes. Like, they are, I mean, they, they seem scary with the hatred for the rich in <laughs> yeah. the album. And that's, I mean, the, the name of the album is Beverly Kills because this first track, they literally, well, besides this little weird intro song. Um, the first track is just them murdering everyone from 90210. That's the idea of the track, right? Yeah. Um, but this, uh, I, before we get to that, this intro like song, they did they do this at least twice on this album where this easily could have been its own track. Yeah. You know? It's strange, the decision there to me, because I think if they would have made this album today, this that would have been its own track. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they do this weird thing for a minute and a half. Instead of making it its own track, where, where they attach these these two these two separate things, but it, they they like it's the intro to the song basically. Yeah, right? it's like a, they really the intro to the song is a different song. Yeah, you know it's it's but I love it. I mean it's so fucking cool. I love that they did it. Yeah, like I loved that. how they do it did it back then. <laughs> I wonder if they just did it because they needed they only wanted a certain amount of songs. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of shit I I want to know. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to know these details. Um. The nerd, uh, it's like like nerdy ICP like details. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the really like deep over analyzing. Um, but then it goes right into the song, the actual song, which I, I consider this actually Beverly Kills Five Hundred One Eight Seven, like the actual second half of this track. Um, the, I always remember the first part, and I never skip through it, and I love it. But when I think of this song, this is the part I think of. Um, this song, he just goes around the school murdering everyone for 50187. He says some of the crazy, most off-the-wall lyrics they've ever said. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Honestly, this, in this, this song. This one, you can, this one had the carnival, the, the weird carnival of carnage. Random lyrics bleed over into this. Yeah. Like, this could have been a carnival of carnage song. This part right here, too. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta die anyways. But they're literally putting a skit in the middle of the uh, of a song again, even after having a long ass intro. Like, they were dead set on making this like a. <laughs> what are you looking? Aquaman. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, like, I want to know. Like, obviously they when they wrote this song, like they. I mean, did they really plan? Like when they wrote it on paper, did it say, "All right." Right here's where we put the skit where Shaggy drowns the bitch in the fish tank and has a different beat and plays sugar or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's the kind of weird shit I, my again, mind I, goes to. Again, I think uh, they really had, they probably had the producers help them with this stuff. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, I, I'm sure, and I'm sure a lot of it was probably Jay too. Yeah. Because you know his, his mind, his creative mind. I mean, you know, he, he probably had to think a lot of this stuff and. He just, you know, he go. You go to the producer at that point. Like, how do we do this? Yeah, I, I'm sure it was something like that. But it, maybe not. Maybe it was Jay that came up with every fucking idea, and was like, "This is what we're gonna do." And Shaggy's like, "All right, I'm down." Maybe, you know? maybe it's possible. So, You're gonna look up the production for that, or the producer for that. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna make a note about this song. They do this at, twice that I know of on this album, and it's 
it's odd because I don't know of really many more instances of this occurring in ICB's entire career. They literally censor a couple words on this album. Yeah. Which I think is weird. But, uh, this is produced by both J uh, Jay and Shaggy. Oh, shit, really? It says produced by Joseph Bruce and Joseph Usler. Wow. Tight. Engineered by Scott Summers. Uh, <laughs> Here, listen. Like, what is that? I know my something boys. Yeah, and I still, to this day, don't know what that is. I don't is. either. We're we're not real jugglers for. Not I'm, you know that. what? We're gonna find out. We're gonna become real jugglers. <laughs> we're gonna right become now. real jugglers right now. Uh, oh, speaking of this, they're as the clowns. This is their second CD, right? Yes. One of the the very first line in the shout outs, the thanks. Peace goes out to the Holy Creator Himself. Wow! The very first line. Damn, in the that's interesting. If you, that's what I'm saying. And I remember that. Yeah. I remember reading that. So the whole God thing, like, I mean, it was there the entire time. Look, even on Genius, whoever wrote the lyrics on Genius.com, um, I know. And then blank, like boys, the, like the bass go boom. Doesn't know, huh? Hmm. I wonder if, um, ooh, I wonder if it's like, if this makes me think something, I know blank likes boys, like the bass go boom. Maybe he's uh, talking about somebody. Maybe he's talking about one of the actors. Yeah. Looking for Brandon because we can't stand him. I know. Blank by boy, like boys. Like the bass go boom. Hmm. So it's obviously who they're talking about. So I don't know why they would have yeah. blanked it out. It's so strange. Not to mention the whole song. They're name dropping their characters and literally, yeah. I mean, fucking them in the ass and killing them and kicked in his face, kicked in his balls. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, one, one, one of my favorite lines, one of his sideburns is sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> one of his sideburns was sticking out like that. I was like, I, the, I would imagine like when I heard that lyric is like a piece of skin with like the sideburn still yeah. on it. Like, like you shut in the locker door, <laughs> like dripping with like blood, like bloody matty hair. That's so weird. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like the sideburn is so is so like uh, prevalent or whatever <laughs> that it could it would actually stick out. Like you would notice it. That is funny. It's a funny thought. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that song, man. It's I mean, to me, that song's like a fucking classic. Like, I it's I know every word to it. It's fucking awesome. Like it, it goes. It's great. All the little great, mannerisms. Great storytelling. Yeah, it's so sweet. Mm -hmm. um, the next song um, is Seventeen Dead, um, which. Again, this song starts with a skit. Um, I hear this song still played in grocery stores every time I go into one. By the way, not this, not the the song in the background. Oh, really? I don't know that. I don't know what the fuck this song is. That's a, the, wait, this song has a sample in it. I literally did not know that. It, during the during oh, the skit. Oh, let me hear it again. Hold on. Oh shit. But you know, Ooh, I love this shit. Oh yeah, I know every lyric to this. <laughs> I, I never paid attention to this. <laughs> I don't know who that. I can't remember who that. It, it's a famous like pop song. Okay. I, I don't remember, but. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you still hear that Go into a grocery store I guarantee if you're there more than an hour You'll hear that fucking song That's funny um, 
So this song, 17 Dead, starts with a skit. Um, this song is fucking almost seven minutes long, which I just noticed. Um, but I think it's due to, you know, has almost a minute long skit at the beginning. Um, and then now, I, th I think this has a skit at the end too. But Now what other song can you, like, in my eyes, there's not many songs in the entire ICP catalog that you can compare this one to. To me, this is one of the most standalone ICP songs ever because it's not really funny. It's not really a story. Hmm, okay. It's almost just Jay having stream of consciousness thoughts rapping. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're uh, saying. Obviously, there's a there's a whole 17 dead thing, but like... He's what not, does that even mean? Yeah, he's not telling a story about like the 17 people or 17 this. You know, he's not telling like this, you know, obvious thing. Yeah. And that's that's a good... That brings up a good point too. Like to what I was saying earlier, like... Why in the fuck did you write this song? You know, yeah. that's the kind of questions I have. But I know, I know for a fact of like he was here now. He'd be like, I don't know. Like, well, I, I remember why he, or well, I'm not gonna say I remember why he wrote this song, but the 17 is because of the 17, the 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 uh, record sale, right? I, I think that's what the 17 tale comes is. From. Yeah. So he just. So you, this this song is almost like. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I'm sure what you're. I'm about to say what yeah. you're saying. This is a, a. What do you want to say? A shout out to yeah. the first 17 people that bought it. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to look at it. I've never really considered that to be honest. Um, but yeah, so this that said, then this song is. You're right. This song is like a stream of consciousness. It doesn't have really say much, but it's so dope. Like yeah, everything he says is so tight. It's like it's Jay just rapping. Yeah. Like Jay just really just rapping like, like a real hip hop song. Yeah, like a hip hop like a like any type of hip hop song like. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what, at the time during this this era of rap music, what this I think what, what would it be more closer to like a West Coast type of song? I'd say so. Yeah, especially with that beat and shit. Yeah, um, I think this was more like Isham was doing this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back then. Um, and this is uh, like every Isham song is like like he he doesn't really tell a whole lot of story. He does, but uh, most of his songs are just bullshitting. You know, rapping. Yeah, and this is produced by Isham. Oh, okay. This beat. Yeah, he did a few of them on this. So, what's interesting is, um, you know, hearing them on that interview, they're talking about how they popped off because they got Kid Rock and Isham on their first album. Um, and then literally next year, Isham's producing their fucking album. You know what I mean? He's yeah. talking about how he paid Isham five hundred bucks or whatever. And I did yeah. like that too when he was like, uh, Kid Rock was like, "Yeah, I want six hundred. I've heard that story before. I think it's in the book, but." Uh, they're like, they're like, don't go tell them the rates and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just funny. Um, but yeah, this song, I mean, what more can you say about this song specifically? It's super dope. Yeah. I mean, it's a great one. All over my neighborhood and shit. I like this little end skit. Just this shaggy sounds high as hell. Shit. This is like the middle of the song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. This is the middle. Straight with a little bit of mustard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. He's talking about eating eat you in a fucking body <laughs> oh, okay. and it tastes kind of straight with a little bit of mustard <laughs> Rich take a deep breath makes me go batty people in hell were rich when they See? died they're, talking, they're still talking about richies and fucking oh, yeah, um, man. hell and heaven yeah man I remember listening to the song so fucking much on repeat 
I wrote the lyrics down, memorized them, man, and rapped this shit. Used to just fucking walk around at work rapping it. Yeah. I just... It, I mean, I'm sure I would skip a couple words and, and stumble, but I could. I, I'm pretty sure I could damn near 90% rap this entire song all yeah, the way through. Same. And I what, don't know why it stuck out to me so much. I don't know. I don't know why I wanted to learn it, but it was just. It was like my hip hop at that point. Okay, I think that is an interesting one specifically to like pick out as being a standout because while I do love that song, honestly, but I don't necessarily like it more than anything else in this album or anything like that you know what i mean each one of these songs i'm not kidding you i went through a phase with each fucking one of these six songs where like that was my song you know yeah me too the stalker i, I mm -hmm. the same thing i did the same thing with the stalker i learned that yeah oh um, this is fun this, i love this shit at the oh, end oh yeah this i wish like this is some true like almost like um uh, freestyle yeah shit. like cypher this like, is like a cypher yeah they go on record and talk about how they did they they never freestyled and they never did cyphers and they you know they were never part of that whole freestyle clique and shit like that but i remember when i first got in the icp this is what i thought that was okay i thought they were that those kind of people that would like they were just i just imagine clowny you know all these clowny people freaks and weirdos sitting around a big circle just jumping in and freestyling okay I'm thinking clowny thoughts <laughs> thinking clowny <laughs> thoughts but uh no i got you though but yeah the shit they say in this is like so fucking wacky like yeah i mean there's no one that was saying shit like this back then you know with the fat lady i like that little beat man i, I remember uh I remember when I hung out. There's there was there were some people we hung out with and freestyled and shit with, and we did that beat. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, uh. And um, we would rap and shit to it. Violent on on either Flip the Rat or Fearless Fred. He does a song where he raps like that. Really? Yeah, I can't remember which song it is. I remember like specifically hearing it. Like, oh yeah, that's like that little um, skit. Oh. Um, so the next song's the Stalker. Mm, 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 mm. Such this, a great song. This is a fucking. This is a classic ICP song. I know I say that a lot, but this one, this one goes up there as like I think. Well, this this I think is like the standout like best song in the album to me. And I think one of the reasons why is it's produced by Mikey Clark. Yep. And it looks like Shaggy is is uh, scratching in this. Mm. So it's engineered and mixed by Mikey Clark. Like, yeah, this this whole thing was him. Yeah. This so this this song is a story where Violent J is just literally stalking a woman, but it's very funny. Like the shit he's saying, <laughs> it's so funny. like it's wacky as fuck. Um, she ends up killing him at the end, and then like he he's telling you that he yeah. get he got killed. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Wouldn't like Jiffy and ain't got no nuts. <laughs> Why don't you try it? She ran away scared and I'm staring at her butt cheeks. Yeah, like some of the, he, they take some chances with like his like rapping style yeah. on this on this song in particular. Like, it, it, they, they there's I don't think there's a song on this album where they like rap a style the whole way through. But here's a I think that this song likes me. It's got the classic Shaggy screaming, yep. you know. Go on, There's a scratching. Yeah, the beat oh. is the. There it is. Let's try these. Such yeah. a fucking funny line, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Let me see how I skim through it. Um, the end of the song. 
Oh, another skit in the middle of the song. Like he does it like every time before the hook on this song. Yeah. So <clears throat> when Eminem first came out, yeah. What was it like '98 or something like that? Yeah. Well, when I first heard that Eminem album, when I first started hearing Eminem, I compared it to this album because mm. there, there's a lot of lines in this album where it kind of it, it sounds like Eminem. It sounds like maybe not his flow style, but it sounds like what Eminem was saying. Okay. Some of the things. I can see that because that first Eminem album was uh, he was pretty zany in that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. He said some ICP style type. I think that first album is like, I mean, like Juggalo album. You yeah. Know what I mean, it basically, really, <laughs> it really does. I mean, it sounds like ICP, just with you know a lot more refined flow. Sure. But yeah, so I and I remember I'd always, and it was before they were beefing. So I was like, man, like I, I thought, you know what I mean? I had the whole theories that they were cool. I knew mm -hmm. they were both from Detroit, and I'm like, yeah, they'll probably be doing shit together and blah yeah. blah blah. You know. And then obviously you know. he had to go fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay. So this song is five minutes into it and it still has two, two and a half minutes left. Yeah. It has this whole uh, answering machine yeah. skit at the, at the, which now, oh, go ahead. is this now, was this real? Like, did you ever yeah, think, I think about that? I think he talks about it in the book or I've heard it in an interview somewhere. But Yeah, I think he did say about it in the book, right? I believe so. He talks about how... Was um, it his girlfriend, yes, Lori? Yes, I think Lori was his girlfriend. And these were actual messages left like from by her, some dude. From her ex or yeah. something? Wow. It's pretty creepy. Um, but I, one thing I do love about this part is like they didn't have to put that beat in the background. You know what I mean? But it's mm -hmm. so tight that they yeah, did. Yeah, that, that beat is is dark. And it makes it seem way more sinister. Yeah. Like the shit he's saying. <laughs> the shit he's saying is pretty innocuous. It ain't nothing yeah. like crazy. He's but... say like, I can taste you or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's like laughing and shit. God, it's very, man. it is creepy. Like the shit he's saying, like I can understand why like. It impacted him enough to be like, we're going to throw this at the end of our fucking album. This, I wouldn't be surprised if these voicemails was the reason he wrote this song. Yeah. Honestly. So. Or not necessarily these voicemails, but this dude, you know. Yeah. And like It goes on for like two and a half minutes for that shit. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to go brush my hair or some shit. I never skipped this either. Me neither. <laughs> oh, let's see. Here's the end of it. Gloria, I can taste you. <laughs> it's just such a and weird it ends look. great like that was like it's almost, it almost seemed like that was planned i know i thought the same thing like when they were cutting it they were probably like that's it that's the <laughs> yeah. ending you know just uh, just another testament to brilliant you know cutting and editing yeah um so the next song in the ha um this Penny is a loafers. this song also has this weird intro which, which is like which is like a separate song which is a reversed beat i think Oh, I think it's a I think it's a beat that's reversed and slowed down. Oh, it does sound like that. Yeah. Now that you mention it. That's a good point. So they do this weird rapping over it, but it's like so strange. It's almost like spoken word. Yeah. It doesn't have much of a. Uh, oh yeah, this is. You. And they re they repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and this is one of those songs that really painted the dark picture feel that I had of this album that. Like I said, it was scary. It was yeah. almost like this gave me that feeling. Like, man, these these guys are not to, not to fuck, not to be yeah. fucked with. You know, <clears throat> I almost feel like this little intro, like not that they should have done it, but it almost seems it seems like it could have been the very beginning of the album. You know, as the intro. I mean, I'm glad they ended up going with what they went with. Don't get me wrong, but because they're like introducing themselves and like yeah shit like that, which 
I mean, for a lot of people, this may have been their first, like, ICB album they bought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. back then, at least. It's considering Carnival sold 17 on its first day, but... Um, anyways, nevertheless, it's cool. I mean, I don't ever skip this. I, I, I don't skip anything on this album, just to get that It all the way, flows but, so well. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, fucker. <laughs> this just tight. Motherfucker. Yeah. I also love how this song kicks in. I literally don't know what, like, I, to this day, I don't know exactly what's said on this, some of the lyrics on this album. Oh, yeah. There, there, there's that with every album that uh, for me, but this one definitely had some puzzling lyrics on it. Yeah. For, uh, that at least had me scratching my head for a long time. That's when it changes. Like snooking. What was yeah. What do you say there? I that's was, was snooking that, good. That's why I was thinking of that. I was looking good. I was snoozing. Let's <laughs> like, see what what genius has to say about I it. I was snoozing good. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, this according I to genius, I was snooking good. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. What the hell is snooking? Snoo like I've never heard that slang. Snooky. <laughs> Just like I never heard um, chilling on the corner, butt naked, hurting fruit loops. I never heard of hurting. <laughs> Like ever. That was one. What not one of the, uh, uh, one of the suggestion suggestions I made for the name of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chilling. Look, what was it? Fruit Loops and Moon Boots. Snooking top definition is a female who is desperately searching for a man, often not having any luck. So let's go back. What was the lyric? Maybe again? creeping. Yeah, I was snooking good in my bed. So it's also going out, snooking for love. Yeah, I mean. I don't know what the fuck they're saying or if what that's... What do they, like, what, what, how did they even know these words at 18, 19, 20 years old, you know? <laughs> and then they also made the odd decision with this song to call the song In the Ha instead yeah. of calling it In the House or whatever, which, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm completely cool. I'm on board with it. I'm, I'm glad wondering, they did, but I'm, why? I'm wondering if that was just slang in Detroit. Like, yeah. like I'm in the Ha! Like, yo, yo, we in the Ha, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. we in the Ha, man. We, right. We, you know... Because I'm sure they didn't say it like all clowning, like, we in the high. Yeah. <laughs> but when they'd go places, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, man, we up here in the high. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm wondering if it had to be that. So this song also is unique in being that I believe this is the only song with Greasy. Is that true? or I, I don't know. Do you think he shows up on other songs? I don't know. Huh. I Because uh, it, was, it, it was capital E on Carnival. Right. Yeah, you're right. And then I don't recall like any other real voices other than John Kick Jazz, which then again, I, they never say John Kick Jazz maybe, ever. So I don't know. I confuse them with him with Greasy. I, it's all kind of, uh, you know, maybe Ringmaster confused. had somebody hmm. on it at the end. I can't remember. But we'll get into that. But uh, I believe it's capital E. Okay. And then Gre I, I don't know, man. I don't but know. yeah, obviously they were. I mean, Greasy was a third member of sorts, you know, at this time, and they didn't really acknowledge or talk about it. And as far as I know, I mean, he just <laughs> came and went, and that, that was the end of it, you know, for this album. But um, it, it was kind of, I don't know. I've always thought that was kind of weird. I like his little verse, by the way. I, th I thought it fits good. I like his voice. It's oh, cool. yeah. I, always, I wanted, His was probably my favorite verse on here because he says the wackiest shit. I can moonwalk, but I don't because that shit's so fucking played out. Instead, I just grab this wang and tell you that I'm in the hot, bitch. And I love the parachute pants and moon boots. Yeah. That was what I wanted to call this fucking podcast. Parachute pants and moon boots. I like uh, Deck One Delt better. Well, you know, it's. It, I guess it makes more sense. But Look, they shout out Mikey Clark on this one. He must have produced this too, I'm guessing. Let me check. 
Uh, in, and by the way, I love the very end of the song where they just go off, like especially Shaggy screaming and yeah. <laughs> he goes, he's like, hapa, japa, 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 japa. Yeah. I know, I love it. <laughs> yeah, this was Mikey Clark. There he goes. In in uh, scratchy or scratchy Shaggy scratching. Which I like to, I like to scratch him, I man. I think he's the shit at scratching. I mean, it's obviously definitely no like, like turntableism shit, but he just had, he had just, just, I don't know. It was you know, like a gritty sound. I, I wish they would like, I know it's impossible with the Fago and shit, but find a way to incorporate Shaggy scratching on stage, man. That'd yeah, be so man. tight. I me too, man. I, I always wish they had like a live DJ on stage with them, like, and they could do breakdowns and like yeah. little breaks with scratching and shit. Well, well, they've been doing the DJ thing for a while, like having a DJ on stage with them and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I've seen them several times with one of their DJs. I think I've are. even seen them with Mikey Clark on stage. Oh yeah, you know what? I think you're right. I don't know what tour it was, but I know I've seen it. Like, cause I can just see him like back there, yeah. like he was like rocking the fuck out. I remember that. Yeah, man, I love that. Like they, uh, I wish they would do That's that so more. <sighs> yeah, I mean, Mikey Clark is like, he's the, I don't know, he's he should he's like the unofficial third member of ICP. So him being gone, there's always like a tiny bit of like, oh man, like there's always yeah. a tiny bit oh, of disappointment absolutely. when like. He's not involved. You know? I'm really hoping in the in the future, maybe for the sixth Joker, because he didn't, he wasn't on the sixth for deck one, obviously. But right. maybe, which that's something I I always like. I'm kind of sad about. I know, and he even said it himself too. Really? I think I don't know what they're. Maybe we can get into that in the future episodes. Yeah. But why they had their falling out? Yeah. But I know he's like, yeah, I always envisioned to be on the six, and I just don't know why it didn't happen. But. Yeah. I mean, it worked out, thankfully, but... Yeah, Mike, Mike P, Mike P, luckily... He stepped up to the fucking was, plate. Was amazing, yep. but still, you gotta wonder what it would sound like with Mikey Clark, man. How, how? I mean, it probably would have been... I don't think it would have been, like, any better, but it would have been a different kind of, like, oh, amazing, yeah. you know? Yep, I know. In an alternate universe, man. Yeah. <laughs> we need to do that. An alternate universe, Mikey <laughs> Clark doing the six. Yeah. Hopefully he does this next six. Yeah, maybe. I, I hope by then, like, they, ICP will have built up. Like, I mean, they seem like they're, like, ICP's kind of had, like, highs and lows. I mean, right now, they're definitely on the upswing. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I hope that the trend continues, and by then, there's a lot of hype, and, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing for... Especially for newer juggalos who maybe have just got into them within the past few years. Like, I hope they get that same feeling we had, you know, when we were um, teenagers and shit. I mean, that was a, such an awesome time. Like, I don't think you could recreate it, but I hope they get something similar. So this is a thought. This is the thought I've been having lately. Did you, Have you noticed in the interviews, Jay looks like he might be getting a little bit big again? A little bigger? I noticed he was, but I, th I thought it looked like he's back going down to me you but, think he's going down yeah because I, I, I to me i thought he's going up because during the march era like or like when they were doing the march and even like last year he looked like he was at his thinnest hmm, okay and yeah. then now it looks like he's getting slightly bigger my fear is he gets fat again and this is my theory when he's fat the music suffers hmm. if you noticed every time he gets he loses weight he loses weight right before an album like yeah. a big album and then it's amazing. Yeah. Like the six Jokers card. Mm. Shangri-La. Remember he lost all that weight? Yeah. And he gained it all back before Hell's Pit. Yeah. And then he gained it all back. And and, and to me, the music suffered after that. The, yeah. the last couple cards that seemed like the music suffered. Mm. I mean, that's a good he, theory. Because he was big. And then he lost a bunch of weight and came out with this. And it was great. I mean, it's kind of like his, uh, you know, he's 
I'm sure it's like you know, he has like all these intrusive feelings and thoughts and everything else. Oh, and he like, hates being fat. And he he kind of wear he like he unfortunately he's the kind of guy that like lets it you know physically show too. You know when he is having in those um, kind of deep dark spots, maybe you know. Yeah, he he said it himself, man. That being fat sucks because the world looks at you differently. Yeah. Um, you having some CPU? I know. I just dropped coming up. What is that? Uh, something's eating up the CPU. I don't know why. But as long as we don't have drop frames here, and this this is at a hundred and it keeps okay. moving. So, anyways, Sorry. it's all right. I I believe me. I I always am annoyed about this shit. Um, nevertheless, um, this song right here, Chop Chop. This has Esham on it. Um. I think Isham's version of this shit is tight as fuck, by the way. Yeah. I mean, this is some of e this is like Isham rapping at his best to me. Um, yeah, th this, he, he killed it on this. I believe he did the production on this song. Um, yeah, I believe so too. I mean, in a so oh yeah, e Jay even says all over this Isham. Yeah, 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 it is Isham for sure. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, chop, 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 chop. Yeah, this is one of those songs I remember like Eric bumping in his car and like yeah. we were all like, yeah. It had some bumps, man. Yeah. It had some bumps. I remember hearing this in some bass <laughs> systems too, man. Swing, swing, swing. And chop, chop, chop. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just such a basic hook. And, you know, this is one of those songs that don't really have a point similar to like almost 17 Dead where it's just them flexing. But yep. um, but this one's more unique because it's all three of them doing it, yeah. I believe. This reminds me of maybe a uh, Bring It On type of song. Like Bring It, oh, okay. bring it On or... or uh, Nah, that's the one that comes to mind, but that just that kind of in that realm of songs. Yeah, it's just tight. All right. Um, yeah, actually, I, now I think about it, I don't think um, Shaggy's on that song because um, one thing that always stood out to me on that song is it, that's interesting is during Ishan's voice or verse, he's like, I'm down with Jay from the ICP. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I was like, why? Why? Why singling him out? Like, Jay's the only one on the song, I think, though, is yeah. why. So maybe they were probably just together in the studio at the time. Yeah. But, probably. Which reminds me, uh, that was another thing I liked about that uh, interview is when Shaggy was talking about how he was in jail, like during uh, Jay hanging out with Slash and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. That, made me, that brought a smile to my See, face. man, I'm on the phone every day. Man. Yeah, I remember <laughs> and that. And I, I also liked when uh, he said that. He'd been gone a month, and then he seen Jay, like, went and ran up and hugged him. And yeah. Said, oh, that's, that's fucking amazing, man. I love that shit. Yeah, no. man. They're, they're definitely... Uh, they're, it's unique, man. There's not many people like that. You know, I was surprised to hear, though, um, during that interview that, that... they don't know much about each other's home life. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was interesting, you know? I mean, I'm, obviously if, they do. I mean, they spend more time together than anyone, but... Yeah, but it's, it's probably got to be like that, dude. Because if they were, like, together all the time outside of even work, yeah. you know? Like, there's just no way I don't think it could last. Absolutely. Um, but you would, you would think that, you know, especially with them being, um, you know, as engrossed in each other's lives due to their profession um you would think that i mean i'm sure they have like fucking barbecues and hang out like you know yeah the uselers are coming over today you know i'm sure they have those days and shit but um it is it was interesting to me knowing that uh they're not quite and they're obviously close like as a family member would but you would think that they like um hang out more you know yeah. uh, that's always what you dream i guess you kind of like when you envision it in your head like you're like they're always together but yeah you're right they do have their own families and shit they're doing their own i fucking really thing. couldn't imagine it man it, just, just me being the way i am i could not imagine working with somebody yeah being in the studio every day going on tour with them mm -hmm. and then still going like just every day I, I i wouldn't be able to imagine that i would get 
my introverted nature would would get to a point where I'm like, bro, like I, I <laughs> everybody get the fuck away yeah. from me. That, but they did mention something about that. A lot of times they have their own tour buses. I like that each was, one will have their own. I thought that was very interesting. That's that would be dope, bro. Like, I, <laughs> but but even but I, I know Shaggy was like, but he, even when they, we have to get on the same bus, I'm like, that's cool. Let's yeah. do it. You know, like he was all he's down for it. But yeah, I love. That. I guess just having your own bus is a plus yeah but like there's no problem being on the same bus. yeah that's pretty cool um, all right so this last song i know you have you probably have a lot to say about this song um joke your mind yeah to me who produced this by the way can you look that oh. up it sounds like mikey clark but it sounds like yep, some, like it, it is mikey clark like i know jump said he talks during this song right mm-hmm. uh, he talks at the beginning or is he at the end um, anyways, uh, I can't remember. I like can't the, remember, but the, I know I love. I, I absolutely love this song. This beat reminds me of like one that was like on Jump Steady's album or something yeah. like that. You know, I don't know why I get that weird feeling, but I really like this song. I used to I used to fall asleep to this song. I used to, I mean, to me, like the first half of the six uh, Joker's cards. Like this is one of my favorite songs out of that whole first half. Oh wow. Like with the, you know, Carnival, mm -hmm. Riddle Box, Ringmaster. and Ringmaster. Out of order, but yeah. Out of that whole era, this is definitely one of my favorite songs out of all of it. Why? I, just, I, I don't know, man. I just loved this song. It was, it, it, it spoke to me when I was younger. It, it gave, it gave me a good feeling of like, this was, this is one of the songs that made me realize that ICP really do have like a deeper thought process. Mm. They have a they have a feeling of hope. They have a feeling of uh, positivity. Like this this is the song that really cemented that for me. Yeah, this song. Uh, I, I mean, I, I always liked the song. Just I think it sounds amazing. I like the rapping. I mean the the piano. It's like a, it has kind of like a pass me by almost vibe. To yeah, it, yeah, know? exactly. Pass me by or or uh, or. Uh, nothing's left nothing's yeah yeah this is a perfect end song like this is like the quintessential like ending icp yeah song you know what i mean so uh, for that reason i've always liked it you know i think it wraps it up so great um but you know i never really paid a whole lot of attention to the lyrics yeah like it was always just kind of an afterthought it was it was a dream state i believe it was almost like a uh to me and, and to me this was like this was the one where i really thought like maybe they were like doing psychedelics hmm because that's what this kind of reminds me of, almost like a trippy dream state. He says something about breathing in the magic mist yeah. and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> you know, when a young Carver was getting high and, you know, experimenting with drugs, this was definitely a song that stood out during the, during that time. So, I mean, even if they didn't write it like that, I mean, it could still mean that, you know, yeah, to you yeah, regardless. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, but yeah, that's a good, that's, that's good thinking. Um, I, d I, my takeaway from this song is I, especially with the little skit at the beginning where it's like a homeless man or whatever. Mm -hmm. It sounds almost like it's showing you like he's down in the dumps, like shitting on his life. But then like literally joke your mind. He's it's saying like, you know, trick yourself into like, you know, seeing the light essentially. And they're exactly. talking about the carnival and shit like jugglers, um, jump from cloud to cloud and shit. Yeah. You know, like they're saying like, like he, it's essentially heaven. Yeah. He's saying they're going to this homeless man who doesn't have shit and saying, you actually do like in the end you have you know you have the carnival you have uh, just joke your mind you know and you'll get there you yeah know, you'll be there like this isn't what it, this isn't what life is really is like 
what's next for you is better. Yeah, I hear you. I think yeah. that's exactly the the what they're trying to say. Yeah. I mean, just some of the shit they say, like ring them bells, ring them loud, like you said, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, and this is where <laughs> this is where they kill it all. Then it goes back to that that dark, fucking eerie beat. Yeah. No, I really, but but that song to me, I love it, man. I really do love that song. Uh, and, and and going back, it literally is the staple of their music. Yeah, like it's a positive message. They're still talking about joke. Your mind is is all over Fearless Fred. Hmm. You know. You're right. I mean, it's just all their music. They they were doing that kind of thing and like we were talking about the positive songs yeah that's one of them that that's i the, always thought as a positive yeah, that, song i remember i remembered you us talking about that when i was listening yeah. to this today and i thought about that while i was listening to the lyrics and i i agree fully yeah. like 100 really, this is this is certainly like this is probably the first one you know there was no music back then that outside even outside of icp that i listened to that gave me a positive feeling like joe kimani did yeah it was so weird you know, and, and I li and I listened to <laughs> a tape. I mean, that that yeah. was the original yeah. for me. Oh yeah, it's green. <laughs> yeah. This is green. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we'll take a picture of it and post it up. Anyway, this is the <laughs> this is the original uh, Beverly Kills tape I had. Yeah. Um, and that's what I would listen to. It. I I should I'd go and I'd sit down in my mom's car and fucking just sit in the driveway and put that in and bump it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's just tight. Nope. I wish I still had the case for it. I could just groove out to this all day, man. What happens at the very end? I forget. This go. This is. There's still a minute left in this. I think it just goes oh, and ends. Just goes and ends. Sure. Fuck. I mean, we can. I was just trying to see. Ten seconds left. Okay, and this is the last ten seconds of the album. So one thing that's interesting about this album, um. Shortest song is five minutes and forty three seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. Five, Chop Chop's five oh two, um, because they've they squeeze so much extra shit in it. I mean, this is only six songs, but I mean, this easily is like ten songs worth of al album. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like a forty five minute <laughs> album, right? Yeah, it's it's a great one though, man. I, I mean, every single song. I I literally don't have a single bad thing to say about it. Um, I think it's definitely one of the most flowing. Uh, Sideshow albums. Yeah. Yeah, each song being as long as it is with the skit sandwich yeah. in there. And, like, it, it just, I don't know. To me, it just it flows so well. It sounds like they were all, like, wrote and recorded in, like, a month. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, to me, it sounds like everything was done at the... Like you said, a month, like even even the same day in the yeah. same room, like the like, same. They were all. You could tell like the mindset they were in during that. Yeah, the mixing know? and mastering all sounds consistent. Yeah. Um, I did make a note that said uh, it, one interesting thing. The very first song during that "Kiss the Clown" intro, he says, "I can juggle low like you never thought you'd ever know." Yeah, that's actually uh, trivia that's been brought up by other um, Juggalo podcasters. Like, not just a couple weeks ago, not too long ago, there was a thing where you know people were talking about that. Yeah, what's the very first juggalo like who like what what album was the what the word juggalo first set on and i've had that conversation with people and i i've always said probably like oh i don't know ring ringmaster something like that but i believe this probably is it yeah a lot of i don't think they were mentioning it on carnival of carnage. no a lot of people say carnival of carnage because of the juggler mm. but that's juggler not juggalo i mean i'll go out on a limb and say like when they say when they say juggalo on this 
track, they obviously aren't referring to their fans. Yeah, but, he he was just pl- word playing right. at that point and didn't realize he was saying I can juggle What what is it? The uh, he's using it as a. Uh, I'm I'm screwing up my fucking. Uh, he's like I can juggle low like you never thought you'd ever know. Yeah, he's using it as an action instead of calling yes. that. Oh, somebody. a verb. Yeah. Yes. Um, he's, I ain't swallowing nothing, Jack. Yeah, because he's literally he says, "See me breathe fire and swallow a knife." I ain't swallowing nothing, Jack. But I can juggalo, like you never thought you'd ever know. I think yeah. he said it just because he wanted to wanted to rhyme. Never thought you'd ever know. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, instead of going, I can juggle. It's right. A, you know, juggalo. It's a it's a three <laughs> syllable word. It right. just it just worked better for the rhyme scene. <laughs> But little did he know, yeah, that was going to set the, you know, that was going to fucking grow into something you, you, he could possibly not even imagine at that point. I think the first use of it as it is today, though, is probably on Riddlebox. I can't pick it out off the top of my head, but I think there's a moment there. But and I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't remember. Other than Malenko, I really don't remember Juggalo being used hmm. too much. We'll find out. I'm yeah, sure. we'll find out. Like, <laughs> Stay tuned for those episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, man. You got anything else you want to say before you want to wrap wrap this bitch up? Not really. I love. I mean, it, it's one of my favorite sideshows. It's one of my favorite ICP albums experiences. I I put it up there very high. It, it's it probably is my favorite sideshow. It's a good, it's a fucking great one. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's my my favorite, but that's only because I love ICP so much. Like it's just uh like they're just. To me, there's better shit, but I love it all, you know? It was also one of the first albums I got after I discovered ICP. It was one of the first albums I got, um, the tape. And I just, I don't know. It was just an experience for me that I really love to this day. You know, do you ever, like, when you are listening to, I I thought I had this thought the other day, when you are listening to old ICP shit, normally, like, I kind of lump it all together as, like, ICP and shit, but I have this weird... While Great Malenko is like my favorite album of all time, and I I love every minute of it. Like you're uh, talking, you say your album of all time, not just like yeah, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there like when I listen to it, it's almost like there's a disconnect because it was the first one, and I remember listening to it and not knowing who ICP was. So sometimes when I listen to that, I I have this like like non fan kind of view of it. It's weird, like especially um. When I'm listening to like the Ned and Game, I remember like not being able to tell the difference between their voices and shit like that. Yeah, know? I was like that. I think Riddlebox was when kind of like the first Joker's card that I listened to in one setting by myself type of thing. Because yeah. Riddle, because uh, you know when I first heard Ninja was the very first ICP song I ever heard in eighth grade. Um, that was just somebody at lunch going, "Hey man, listen to this," hmm. and me going. Oh wow, right. wow, wow, wow! And then <laughs> yeah. didn't didn't know nothing about it after that. And then the second time I heard ICP was in somebody's driveway. We at, at my buddy's girlfriend's house. Okay. And uh, that was Malenko. And uh, I remember, you know, knowing that it was coming out. Okay. But I was I still wasn't just a huge <laughs> fan. But I remember hearing about oh like yeah that you know the the clowns people and you know oh they got a new album coming out yeah then I heard it there and I, that's when I was like wow this shit's amazing and then I bought this and that that was the first experience I had with this so this one still resonates and then the Joker's card thing which I wasn't really too sure of 
Riddlebox is what did that for me. It's like, okay, this is Joker's card. Mm. And that was the first setting of actually sitting down with the real Joker's card. And yeah, I, I still at that point didn't know much of a difference. Like this one was so new, I had no clue, you know, yeah. no clue what was going on in this album. And then Riddlebox, same thing, but that's when I started putting it all together. Yeah. You kind of listen to it with a, you know, you were listening to that with a different yeah. ear, you know? Yeah. So, all right. I just, I, just a random thought I had. All right. Um, all right. Well, thanks for um, watching or listening. However you consumed this, um, we will keep cranking them out. Um, we will be, we're available on Stitcher right now. Audio. If you have Stitcher and, um, and you like podcasts and you down, you can find us on there. Um, we'll be on all the other podcasts after you shortly, but um, whether you listen on audio or video, we appreciate it. Uh, Comment, like, subscribe, let us know you're out there and let's hang out and you know, do the damn thing, you know? Yeah. Alright man, shuffle on out of here. <laughs>